0: for the divine, every language is the same, of course. So why is it that the Sanskrit mantras are so powerful? So uh, first of all, yes, of course, to God, every language is the same. God is not bestowing extra blessings on people who pray in a certain language versus people who pray in a different language. And you'll remember that I gave three different benefits of the mantra. The first being gives one thing for us to focus on, a single pointed focus that then can lead us into meditation. Then we have the actual power of the sound, and then we have the power of the love, the bhakti, that connection to God that chanting God's name evokes. So if you chose a mantra in any other language, you would still have number one and number three. What Sanskrit has that other languages don't have as far as I'm aware of is that element of number two. So for example, there is a science of sound in Sanskrit. Now, In all of my years of learning English, there's a lot of rules, but rules are sort of different from science. So we have rules of English, and you have rules in classrooms like keep your voice down. So we have rules of volume, loud or soft. But there isn't really a science of that sound. I'm going to the store today. Today, I'm going to the store. No difference. If you said to any English professor, English expert, which is better, who cares? to the store, today I go. I mean, we could do that all night. We could just sort of keep moving the words around, right? And they're all grammatically correct, the options I've given. They're spoken at an appropriate volume. I'm not shouting it at you. Spoken in an appropriate tone. Nobody would say, talk nicely to him. But there's no science involved there. There's no magic of that sound that is actually coming in magic in the sound waves in the air that's causing any kind of a change in you. The way that normal language impacts us simply is in our reaction to it. So I say to you today, I'm going to the store. You say, have a good time, but Maybe today you were expecting that you and I were going to go for a picnic. So I say today, I'm going to the store and you say, what? No. Now you cry. Well, it's not my actual words that have made you cry. It's not that there's was a power in the sound of those words that has brought forth tears from your eyes. It's your unfulfilled expectation that brought forth tears from your eyes. And it doesn't matter how I say it. I mean, I could say it ungrammatically even. You'd still cry. I could yell it. I could whisper it. You'd still cry because it has nothing to do with the words and only to do with your expectation. Now, Sanskrit and the mantras actually have a power in the words, there is a scripture called the psalm Ved that is dedicated to the science of sound. Now, I am far from an expert in the psalm Ved or that science, but I know that this is something that people study for many, 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 many years. And it's all about the impact. Of those sounds, when you put them together, what happens when you chant them at a certain pitch, at a certain speed. It's also the only tradition I know of that has different sounds that work with different times of day. I mean, that's a different science. But if you think about all of how Indian culture has taken sound, that's where these mantras have a power that is that third piece. And that power impacts you, as I said, even if you don't know what it means. If I don't know that my mantra means, Oh, beloved God, by this name, of this form, with these characteristics, I bow to you. It's not going to evoke love for God in me. If my guru played a trick on me and said, I'm giving you this mantra, and he gave me some sacred mantra, and he said, it means the dog walks in the park. So I'd still benefit, actually, from the sound of the mantra if I chanted it right. But I wouldn't benefit from it evoking love for God in me, because every time I chanted the mantra, I would just picture a dog walking around the park. So even if I don't understand it, it still has the power to impact me on that third piece. So this is where the Sanskrit mantras have all three of these pieces. If you're the one chanting it and you know what it means and you chant it correctly, you get all three benefits. But if you prefer to chant a mantra in another language, it doesn't matter. In fact, Pujaswamiji tells a great story of a woman, this goes back a long time, of a woman <laughs> in Chicago who came to see him, American woman who, came to him one day and said, she was a friend of the people he was staying with in Chicago. And she said, I really need a Hindu mantra. And he said, well, what religion are you? And she said, I'm Christian, but don't worry about it. I need a Hindu mantra. And he said, well, why do you need a Hindu mantra? And she said, because I've been told Hindu mantras are magic and my life is a complete mess. My." Work is a mess, my family is a mess, everything is a mess, and I've been told a Hindu mantra will fix it, and I will chant whatever you tell me, so just give me a mantra. So he tried to convince her, you don't need a Hindu mantra, just go to church, just pray to Jesus Christ, it will all be okay. But she was stubborn, she said, no, 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 I'm not leaving without my Hindu mantra so he said okay come back tomorrow morning typically we do prayer ceremonies like that in the morning on a fasting stomach so he said you come in the morning you get up you bathe you're fasting you bring these flowers so she she comes and he sits her down and he takes her through the whole ritual because the there's a whole ritual involved in being given a mantra by the Guru. And when it came time to actually give her the mantra, he says, Okay, now repeat after me. Om. She says, Om. He says, Christ. She says, What? <laughs> she says, That's not a Hindu mantra. He says, This is the mantra I am giving you. Om, Christ. Om. Christ and he gave her a Rudraksh mala and he said now you take that home and you chant it, and I'm coming back in three months or six months or whatever it is and every day you chant five malas, five full malas and then tell me when I come back and when he came back she came to see him and she was like your mantra was magic oh my god it has fixed my life. <laughs> So, the point being, even from a traditional Hindu guru speaking Sanskrit, typically giving Sanskrit mantras, this is his teaching. So, any language, any religion, it doesn't matter. What matters is the devotion in your heart. And Yes, there is also a science of sound in Sanskrit that if that works for you, if it appeals to you, it's just yet another very powerful tool to utilize. But love is the most powerful, so whatever whatever actually evokes love and faith.